0: Sometimes, we don't know where creativity will take us, but that's okay. Sometimes, that's just the process. For Winnipeg artist Ethan Lyric, some of his best work is letting the music and raw motion influence his musical creations. Let's sit down with Ethan about his latest release, Saskatoon Berries, his musical influences, and not being put inside a creative box. Let's get into it. Sweater
1: and talking about women, polo shirts and men who think I'm their girl. Looking into the same eyes, you tell. To you. Thank you for having me. My name is Ethan Lyric. I'm a singer-songwriter born and raised here in Winnipeg, Manitoba. I make kind of little indie folk songs, and I've been doing that for a couple of years now.
0: Talking about indie folk was just listening through your album, Saskatoon Berries, this morning, and it, it just really gives you those fun vibes of just imagining... Like a show where they're walking along like a road with the sun up in the sky. Some of them have got you know a little bit of a deeper meaning behind them, but some of them are just like this this happy, bubbly, exciting moment. And when looking through your inspiration, uh, I saw that Cave Town was in there, and I was like, "That's it. That's what I was recognizing in there. It's kind of giving you some of those same feels that Cave Town does."
1: Yeah, exactly. I grew up, I mean, uh, like a lot of people my age, I grew up on YouTube and all that stuff. So a lot of the artists that really inspired me were people who also had their come up on YouTube, like Cave Town and Conan Gray and a bunch of people that um, blew up making covers and stuff on YouTube. Um, but yeah, Cave Towns is a really big inspiration to my music.
0: So Saskatoon Berries, tell me about this album. First off, the album art is just so adorable like where did you find that art for it
1: i got i i spent a really long time trying to find an artist that i think um would make like would fit the vibe perfectly something really cute like that i ended up finding an artist out of calgary called jushmu and yeah she made an amazing cover those bears that are also berries
0: (laughs) it's just so good that's one of those perfect things that you would have like put up on your wall as like a poster or something like that and just have this nice cute aesthetic
1: and it's always so funny seeing it now now that it's uh you can find those songs in a lot of different places like on radio or online every time i look at like like say the radio list of all the songs played you see my song that uh cover really stands out just because it's so different than what everyone else is using
0: well i think that's the cool thing about being an indie artist kind of getting out of the mold or conventional kind of style. Like, you know, when you're looking at hip hop, people try to be very specific about like, oh, this is what my album art needs to look like to fit that vibe and tone. Like punk rock, they're always trying to make it look grungy. But indie gives you the flexibility to really try anything that you want.
1: For sure. I think that um, I always try not to how do i put this i I try not to copy anyone like i try i try to make sure that i'm not delving too far into everything in the genre just so i don't feel overly influenced by anything I, i i like making sure that like i'm trying to come up with my own ideas and looking at things from different angles and stuff when making music
0: let's talk about that breaking apart finding your unique sound finding your voice while still paying homage to other artists? How do you break it apart? Because you hear stories sometimes of someone who's working on a project and then they release it and they're like, oh no, I didn't realize I was listening to this at the same time (laughs) and it completely consumed everything that I was creating.
1: I don't know, it's it's such a hard thing, but I think think for me that a lot of my songs just uh, have a very, unique sound to my kind of music but I think you also here's a good thing I think I feel like anytime I show my music to people I get a different answer of what it reminds them of which I think is a good sign because normally if you only hear like one artist when you show someone of your music you're like oh maybe I'm wearing it on my sleeve too much <laughs> <laughs> but I think I get a, a lot of different answers about who I remind people of which I think is really nice and then also just that people say that I have a very unique sound, which is really nice as well.
0: So Saskatoon Berries, what sort of response are you getting from friends, family, uh, listeners? What's just that sort of response so
1: far? It's been really nice. It was, it was definitely like a really different process, this EP that I dropped, because um, before I was just like full indie artist, like making everything in my bedroom. And then this EP I got to work with um, another local artist named Jay Wood, who produced it for me um, at like a nice studio, and so it was just a it was a lot of like a, a different process. So going into, I didn't really know what to expect when I was releasing it because I'm like, oh, this seems like like a bar above what I was doing before.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind people, of a completely yeah, different experience.
1: And people people seem to really like it, which is good. And it's been, um, it's definitely been my my most successful thing, which I think was the goal, I guess. But of course. yeah, I mean, it's um. It's always kind of uh, like, obviously I've been doing music for a couple of years now, but it always still feels weird when you uh, realize that people listen to your music outside of like your immediate family. (laughs) I always, I always, when you go on the Spotify for artists, you can see how many people are listening at once. And when I notice that it's a larger number than one, I'm like, that's more than my mom. Who could it be? But yeah it's, it's exciting and i mean this time i got um it's getting a, a lot of love on uh sirius xm the indigenous the indigenous station on the sirius xm which has been kind of my goal for the past couple of years to get it played on there because i love listening to that station um and it actually was the number one song for the past 60 days which is pretty wow crazy. well
0: congratulations yeah
1: it feels kind of wild and the the guy who also one of the number one songs up there right now is is one of my favorite up and coming Indigenous artists, Wyatt C. Lewis, and he he's like on a label and all this stuff. Like he's on a big label, he's on Royal Mountain, and I'm like, that's crazy that we're both played almost the same amount, and I'm just a kid from Winnipeg. I'm like, that's wild.
0: Well, the internet and everything has really changed everything. You've had the opportunity to stretch out a little bit further than. You know, maybe uh, two decades ago where it's like, okay, I'm a local artist trying to get my stuff out there. It's like, yeah, it's really only if you're like going to bars or playing at places, that's where people hear you. Now you have the opportunity with like Spotify and other um, outlets to get your your songs, get your sounds out there to a much wider audience.
1: It, it definitely opens up a lot of different avenues. Like for, I love the Winnipeg music scene. And I've, I've been, like, a, a big part of the community, you know, and I've spent a lot of time at local shows and all this kind of stuff. But you also realize that now you can't really just do that. You have to do the internet route, which some people love and some people don't. And obviously, there's benefits to both. But I think that things like TikTok and even, like, for during the pandemic, I was Twitch streaming music, yeah. which is funny. And it's just, like, those are the things that really help you connect with people because unless you're playing those shows every week and you're getting booked a good way to put it is you're no longer at the whim of the bookers which is really which is really nice because it's like just in case maybe one booker maybe doesn't like your music then it's like you have so many more options now online
0: yeah if someone has a vendetta against you it can kind of ruin your whole potential career
1: and and I mean normally That doesn't happen, but at the end of the day, it's like, it just allows you uh, a lot of more flexibility in like how you want to build your career and how you want to build, you know, your front facing personality to the world and stuff.
0: Through elements like TikTok, and as you mentioned, Twitch streaming, it can give a personal touch to individuals who come across your content. Uh, For myself, I found you over TikTok, just seeing there and I'm like, hey. Who's this? Oh, this is some pretty good beats. Oh, all right. Oh, oh, the local too. That's really exciting. And you get to feel a little bit more of the creator behind the creation than instead of um, potentially if you just hear it on the radio, just the song in itself. You're like, oh, that was cool. But in this case, you get to see a little bit of Ethan. There as well.
1: Yeah, I always like to say now, for better or worse, that it feels like the current music industry is about building like a cult of personality, (laughs) quote unquote, because it's like all the best, or not best, but all the most popular musicians you kind of see around definitely have like a very strong brand and personality that people attach themselves to, which I feel like maybe wasn't as much the case back in the day. But it's just it just shows how the music industry is growing always and like it's always changing. Like I mean, TikTok is such a crazy proponent for music. Like I know lots of people who have had their entire career started just on TikTok, which is wild.
0: Well, it's just so many opportunities for, you know, people all across the world to see something and then that they like it. That starts the algorithm, start going to be like, oh, you know what? Some people are liking this. All right, let's put it out to a few more people. And you're exactly right with the the branding, the personality. When I was thinking about music back in the day, like Rage Against the Machine or like stuff like that, it was more – or like Skillet or uh, ACDC. It's not necessarily about the artists themselves. It's about the um, – just the band, the, the music yeah, about that the person, the present, vi- The vibes vibe they
1: were putting, but not their personally. Exactly, it's not no. like,
0: oh, it's this person. Um, It's not Ethan, it's not, well, I mean, I guess Beyonce is one of those people <laughs> that really, it's like, this is Beyonce. So it, it was there before, but that's becoming more front and center where it's like, yes, this is who the artist is, and the artist and the music are kind of intertwined as this product for lack of better words
1: it is kind of weird the um that evolution a bit because i work in social media sometimes as well and i've spoken to a lot of artists they don't want any part of the social media game and the sad truth of it right now is that it's like it almost feels like as if that's not an option which kind of sucks because there's so many things in the as an artist you realize that maybe only 10% of making music is actually making the music and about 90% just feels like you're running a business yeah and I feel like every day it is like that more is just becoming more like that business where it's like now you gotta do the social media now you gotta do this. now you gotta do this now you gotta do that and it's like it feels like music becomes more of a business every day rather than than music sometimes yeah
0: (laughs) it's it's the challenge of like oh well i want to create this for the arts in itself but you know what if you want opportunities to create art to tell those stories try more experimental things sometimes you also have to balance out that more business side you need to be Mm -hmm. able to like be in a good foundation so you have that flexibility to try more experimental content.
1: It's definitely a tough balance because there was a time where I was, you know, in my head I was like all in on music. I'm like I'm going to do music for the rest of my life. This is going to be my only job. This is this is my life now. And then as soon as I kind of switched my mindset a little bit and just to a more relaxed mindset where I'm like I love making music. I'm going to keep doing this. I don't need to worry that this is like my only option. I felt that like my art got better. It's my writing started getting better just because I felt like for me personally, the weight of the industry on me kind of while working felt like it took something out of like the artistry for me. So I feel like now like that I come into music with like a more relaxed mindset that like everything kind of just goes better. <laughs>
0: How do you approach writing a song because it depends artist to artist some hear the music in their head before they put lyric on page some write lyrics first and then they kind of build the sound around it what is your process
1: for me it's like there's this uh john mayer interview which i like to reference where he refers to it as like ouija boarding where <laughs> i almost feel like it's like um coming from like a subconscious place in your head where it's like, sometimes I write something and I don't even realize that I was the one who wrote it and like what it meant until afterwards. Like sometimes I'll write a song like, oh, it's a great song. And then like a month later I'll listen back to what I wrote. I'm like, oh, that's what I was trying to say with that. And I'm like, I kind of have to reflect on my own writing almost because it, I basically just like get the chords, start strumming along and then you just start like blabbing and then, oh, and there's a song, like a lot of the songs, a lot of my favorite songs that I've wrote are almost written, like in the exact same span of time that they are like, so if a song's two minutes, it's like, one of some of my best songs are written in like three minutes, just because yeah. it's like, I feel like it's really raw, really simple. And I think my writing specifically, I I always talk about simplicity and like going back to like, uh, I always say I take a lot of influence from like children's song writing and the way that I love really simple things because people don't realize that children's songwriting is like, we connect with it for a reason because the simplicity really connects with anyone of any age. And I like taking that into my music that, you know, you can not say a lot while also saying a lot in something deeper.
0: You break something down to kind of its core components. And you know, there's always something exciting about people who have amazing intricacies through their writing or their music like well was it uh, through in the fire through the fire and the flames sort of style <laughs> or when you're looking at like mozart and things where it's just notes and everything you know sometimes it's good to kind of go down to those simple raw levels where it's just music and emotion
1: each kind of music has their own kind of uh, appeal and stuff but just for me i've always Just love the idea of a nice, simple song kind of to calm you down.
0: (laughs) The vibe that you got is exactly that. It's driving in a car during when, you know, the sun is just beginning to set.
1: Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you get that kind of vibe. (laughs) (laughs) I think I think, yeah, the last EP especially was really inspired Oh, what was I listening to a lot back then? Like, I guess like a lot of Mac DeMarco was in my rotation, and then of course Cave Town and everything, and then just, just my life at the time, and trying to, you know, make whatever whatever I felt like at the time. It was a lot of songs that had just been written for a while, and then kind of all came together. And then Jeremy Jaywood really came and helped me put it together. Like, I don't think I would be. the position I am without him it was it was really fun working with him and like I just recently got back from the studio a couple like month like a month or two ago um and recorded a couple more singles that I'll release over the next like kind of hoping i can just have them in my back pocket and slowly release them and then that one i produced all on my own oh exciting i I don't think if i worked with jeremy i would have been able to do that just because i don't think watching him work i was able to kind of learn from that
0: i think that's one of the exciting things and something i've heard from a number of other musicians and kind of uh, smaller entertainment groups is collaboration right now is front and center of Uh, artists working together to create a piece producers and everyone kind of working with smaller artists to kind of make their vision possible and collaboration i think is just a, a great thing that we need to continue to build within the industry in itself
1: yeah i think collaborating is one of like the most fun i ever have especially like i had a couple songs where like i had uh, other people feature on it and stuff and i i can't wait for another opportunity that every time i write a song i'm always like oh can i find a way to get a feature on this but it's always so hard for me because i never when you're in that moment writing you're never thinking let me write a song for the feature right now like you're just thinking about writing a song but i can't i really can't wait i have so many people in mind that um i love to work with and especially as um you know i now can wildly enough make money from music that i'm like well now i have the opportunity if i want i can you know fly out to friends i've made over the years like some of the best music friends i made were actually when i when i was saying over the pandemic on twitch and that's how i met most of my music friends as we're all twitch streamers which is really funny
0: when you're mentioning just trying to think of like how to write a song like particularly with someone in mind it got me thinking about uh, aladdin and how they wrote the genie specifically for Robin Williams and how that fit perfectly. So, yeah, sometimes if you're thinking of someone and working on it, taking their influences, you know, that might – even take the art a little bit further because you know you've crafted it very specifically for this person in that spot
1: yeah for sure and yeah in the future i really hope that i can feature a lot of artists i really like especially ones in the indigenous community i've made um so many really good friends um with the indigenous community uh And I would not be here without all of them helping me.
0: (laughs) Of course. And I think that's the exciting thing right now, just in general, as things are progressing, a more diverse array of artists and creators, whether it's someone um, like within a uh, like an ethnic community or uh, someone of like a diverse background, giving them opportunities to thrive and bring their ideas to the table
1: yeah for sure i think that like especially in the over over the past couple years you can see that the music industry has really started to embrace people from more diverse backgrounds and like what they have to say in specific like i can speak mainly for the indigenous community because i've seen like the results of that and i can say that i think that the music community really embracing a lot of people has you know really helped a lot of artists like especially someone like say like william prince who i think is right now like the beacon of the indigenous music community and he he's so sweet he's an amazing guy and um and then i think you know when people like that get to thrive you know and inspire people like me to think oh maybe i actually can pull it off and maybe you know i can be seen as more than just an indigenous artist cuz that also you know is it has been a big issue in the music industry you don't industry want to be put in
0: me. a box right
1: yeah that's been a big issue in the music industry for many years that uh, that the music industry views us as just an indigenous artist and sometimes it can be hard to get out of that where it's, they just see you as that where you the thing is like if you look on like playlists for indigenous artists that apple make or whatever it's like there's so much different kind of music but we're all labeled just you know as indigenous artists so you're
0: indigenous and an artist
1: yeah exactly so it's good to see that the kind of industry is realizing that and starting to embrace us as you know as singular people and just that you know so happen to be indigenous <laughs>
0: <laughs> so ethan what's kind of next step for you you mentioned a couple of things releasing some sig- uh singles over the next little while and working on collaboration but what are some of your goals looking ahead
1: yeah that's a tough one it's always hard to answer that i mean for me like at one point i was like i want to get on a label i need to get on a label that's that's my that's my thing And then, you know, I met with a lot of labels and they're all, they're all really sweet. Um, But you just realize that it's like, at the end of the day, sometimes it's nice to just be in control of your own art. And like, kind of, we live in, we're really fortunate to live in a country where there's a lot of grant funding opportunities that are outside of a label and stuff. So I think my goal moving forward is just to, you know, I have those three songs in my pocket, you know, get those out and just keep, you know, raising the bar for myself and, you know, try not to compare myself to others and just, you know, um, always trying to, you know, beat my rap last release and like how good I think it sounds and, you know, how well it performs. And yeah, I think I'm just excited to, you know, keep one upping myself <laughs> and like, um, yeah, I'd love to see myself, you know, get more love on, on different radio stations and like stuff on CBC and stuff. Cause it always, a uh, I'm like a massive, like. CBC head and I love (laughs) listening to that. So I every time every time they ask me to come on or play my stuff, I'm like, ooh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, I think I think yeah, I'm just excited to see what happens. I always like to describe my career as like a boulder rolling down a hill, and I just hold on. So (laughs) I guess I'll just keep holding on.
0: (laughs) Exciting. Where can people go to find more about yourself and listen to your work?
1: Yeah, for sure. You can find me. Uh, it'll just be like at Ethan Lyric on Anything or any music streaming platform music of Ethan Lyric and my music will be right there.
0: If you have any stories or communities we should highlight, leave his message on our social media or connect with us on our website. I'm Ryan Funk. This was You Talk, and have yourself a good one.